What's up? Welcome to the Whatever Podcast with Jen and Kirsten. We're so glad you're here. Yeah. This has been in the works for a hot minute now. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like this is going to be really fun. I've seen so many people do this that aren't normally podcast people, um, like YouTubers and yeah. people like that. And it seems so fun. So we thought we'd just give it a go. Yeah. This, <laughs> See how it goes. This podcast has no general direction, hence the name. The whatever podcast. Whatever podcast. <laughs> so... Yeah, we're just here. We're going to talk about different stuff, and yeah. we hope that you enjoy listening because yeah. we're excited to do this. It's going to be a fun time. So, yeah, grab a snack, maybe maybe some water, and maybe some friends, and listen up. Yeah, listen <laughs> up. We're talking we, about an important topic we today. We got some things to say to y'all today. As if we have any advice to give. <laughs> yeah, we're probably not qualified to do this, but oh well. here okay. we are. Well, what's the topic, Jen? Yeah, so today <laughs> we are talking about... This is going to take some getting used to. This is the most... <laughs> okay, so today, uh, our first topic for the first episode... I don't know if we've already said that, but this is the yeah. first episode that we're We're coming recording. in hot here. Yeah, um, and we're going to just be talking about post-grad life. Yeah. Um, a little backstory. I graduated a year ago this month, and... <laughs> my story's a little more complicated. Yeah, we can um, dive into that. Yeah, too. that'll come later. <laughs> but we're in a, both a season of what feels like the post-grad feelings yeah, sort of thing. So. so for some reason, we feel like we are able to speak on this topic. <laughs> and I feel like for real, though, we do have some advice to give or just like things we've learned. Yeah. We're figuring it out. Yeah. So. And figure it out along with us. Like, yeah. we are by no means claiming that we're, like, experts on anything. No. We are literally just two best friends that yeah. we like to talk about different things, whether they're yeah. serious topics, whether they're just, like, goofy things. We have some episodes planned that are more on the <laughs> funny side. So, yeah, you're in for a treat. Anyway, so, <laughs> post-grad life. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day, like, Having been graduated from college for a year now, like, I've been in, like, the full-time work environment for a year now. And, like, that somehow does not seem, like, possible to yeah. me at all. Like, I don't understand like how. Like, went by fast kind of thing. Yeah, went by really fast. And I also just feel, like, I still low-key feel like I'm 16 years old. So, like, yeah. the fact that I've been working full-time for a year kind of makes me, like. It's scary. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know if we want to, like, talk a little bit about, like, our yeah. jobs, like, what we do. Yeah, you but... go first. So when I graduated, um, I had a job right out of school, and I work for a company called Neuromatics Oil, and I'm their marketing and communications manager. <clears throat> so basically, I am creating content for them. I'm scheduling posts. I'm making a lot of, like, TikToks and Reels and making email templates and whatnot to send out and I also help a little bit on the customer service side with like emails and whatnot but it's a work from home job so it's really chill and I really enjoy that and I guess we should also say what we majored in I'm yeah I majored sure. in communications so that was I always obviously kind of knew I was going to go somewhere in the like marketing PR world so that's yeah. where I'm at so my situation is a little bit different <laughs> in the fact that I am technically not graduated yet, so <laughs> post-grad life, but let not me, really. Let me, like, explain this, though, because it's a little bit messy, but I'll keep it really short. 
<laughs> so our fall semester of our senior year, we moved off campus, <clears throat> right? Yeah. That's the first yeah. time? Okay. Fall 2021. We moved off campus, and I was part-time enrolled at that point. And then January of our senior year, I decided to go completely online mm -hmm. and was still technically part-time, but the maintenance is just so much lower with it being online. So yeah. it's like one course at a time. And I've been the same since then. So it's been over a year, right? At this point? Almost a year. Almost yeah. a year. And <clears throat> I've kind of taken breaks in between in this time. So although like I'm still in school and I'm technically like a fifth year. I feel like I more so identify with people who are in their post-grad season yeah. because I am in the workforce. Mm -hmm. I have basically had to, like, I pay my bills, I pay rent, mm -hmm. you know, all the things that you don't worry about, like, when you're in college. Yeah. So, for a living right now, I teach voice <laughs> lessons, and I also am my music director for Crosspoint Church here in Nashville yeah. uh, for the student ministry. So. Yeah, that's currently what I do, and I majored in music for a while in college, but surprise, surprise, I changed my major when I dropped out to part-time, and now I'm leadership and management. Yeah. Well, you so. can't really be a music major online, or maybe yeah, I can't say that can, was part of the difficult. thing was, like, it just didn't work, and it's a long story, yeah. but it just made more sense to switch, yeah. and it was worth the, the change, mm -hmm. so. And that was something, too. I was also a a music major to begin with um, and ended up changing my major to communications. So we've both been through the ringer of changing yeah. majors, trying to be, or trying to figure out like what we want to do with our lives. And I know that there's sometimes a lot of fear and like, at least for me, there was yeah. of, like being tied down to a degree that like maybe was literally going to keep me in a box. Right. The rest of my we career. were taught that way too. Like we were taught yeah. to believe that. Yeah. So, I was really scared that, you know, majoring in music, that that was going to ultimately like, hinder me long term because you don't have to have a degree to do music no. by any means, especially living in Nashville. Like there's so many opportunities for everybody here. And so we or I, I don't know why I said we, I, um, yeah, just felt like I wanted to change my major to something that was a little bit more broad because it gave me personally just a lot more options of what I could do with my career because, like, yeah. I think there's just so much pressure on kids to, like, literally kids. I know we're young adults, but, like, I, again, I still feel like I'm 16. Right. But to have, like, everything figured out, like, mm -hmm. the, the thought of, like, oh, you're 18 years old and you are going to major in something that you're going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. And that was just really scary for yeah. me so so what was that like for you personally coming out of college and like entering the workforce and picking out a career mm -hmm. I know it's a loaded question but maybe we'll just start with like career yeah. specific yeah so I think the the interesting thing for me was that I I had um I, I worked at this company before I graduated so I kind of already had an in um and so I guess like some people could say that like I took the safe option and just continued working with a job that I already had and just kind of focused more so on what I got my degree in. Um, but that was like, and just an interesting transition. Like it was scary because I obviously don't, I don't want to feel like I have to do one thing for the rest right. of my life. Um, but the beautiful thing is, is that like with the job that I have, like it's so creative that I don't feel this like I don't feel like I'm tied down to one thing because I do a lot of different things, mm -hmm. whether it's content creation or I'm, you know, creating emails or it's some form of like creativity. I'm very much so like a creative type. And so that's been really beneficial for me. And so 
up to this point, a year in, I don't feel this like, oh, I'm I'm tied down or I'm stuck to one thing, which is honestly really good. I don't I yeah. obviously, obviously don't know like other people's experience with that. Yeah. So I guess I would just lead me to ask you the same thing. Like what what has that been like for you transitioning, especially like now what your major is and what you're doing versus yeah. work, like the difference in that. So like I said earlier, my situation was a little different. So whenever I think of when that transition happened to when I started feeling that post-grad sort mm -hmm. of thing that you experienced when you graduated, I would say that happened. It started like <clears throat> coming in when we moved off campus yeah, fall semester sure. of senior year. For sure. Um, but it really hit hard that January mm -hmm. whenever I was completely online and I had been working at that time in January at an ice cream shop and like they were super <laughs> the it, yeah it was such a it was good for what it was and like when it was and they were super loyal to me I mm -hmm. quit on them once and they took me back <laughs> um but at the time like I made a lot of money with them mm -hmm. they were super flexible with what I needed and I liked my coworkers. it was a great like first job in college mm -hmm. but I had previously interned with my church that I now call home mm -hmm. Crosspoint and that had happened my fall semester of senior year and I hadn't gotten a job from that or anything mm -hmm. for months and months and months and so I thought that chapter was closed so I spent a good chunk of that beginning time working at that ice cream shop and we when both I did yeah <laughs> I got Genesis a job there at one point and my boyfriend oh my but gosh. When I say, like, it was almost, like, this sounds weird, like, embarrassing, because <laughs> I was, like, man, I really thought that I was going to go into music and, and like, jumpstart my career, mm -hmm. and, like, this was going to be my opportunity to do that, because I moved online for that reason, yeah. and I believed it was going to happen, I felt like the Lord told me that, and when I was working at an ice cream shop for, like, <laughs> literally eight months after that, I was, like, what the heck, <laughs> but I ended up getting a job at a vocal academy, mm -hmm. at a voice academy, sorry, where I teach voice lessons to students. And then literally like a week after I got that job, I got a random phone call from the church I interned at and they offered me a contract and as their music director mm -hmm. for their student ministry. So I literally put in my two weeks at Jenny's that day. Yeah. So it was that like- That ice cream shop lost both of us within yeah. a month span. It was unfortunate timing for them, but- yeah. Everything just, like, fell into place. And yeah. I know I'm very fortunate to say that because I know a lot of people are stuck in that ice cream shop phase yeah. for years and years. Mm -hmm. And we both were lucky, really, to Yeah, have... I'm saying no shame in that either. No. Like, being I'm in not that... dogging that because no. <laughs> sometimes you have to put your head down and grind. Yeah. And that's the reality. Like, to pay the bills, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. But we just both were really blessed in that to not have to experience that for a long period of time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great. And I think too, like it was super interesting with both of us working <laughs> in the same ice cream shop. We lived together. It we lived together sweet. in college. It was a really sweet time for, for both of us, but like <laughs> we both understood each other's pain and like we didn't necessarily want to be working yeah. in an ice cream shop where we came home smelling like waffle cones and like and the old tips ice cream. Good. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. And so it just kind of got to a point where, like, there there is this fear or maybe fear is not the right word, but just, like, yeah. when do you take that step of, yeah. like, when when do I quit this, like, security that I have in this job that not necessarily, like, a nine-to-five, but, like, For real. this 
job that I have that's helping me pay my bills, when do I just quit that and like jump into something yeah. for my career? And that was something that was terrifying for me. Um, I was offered a full-time position with the company I work at now and I was really excited but also like there was a little bit of fear because yeah. it was a work from home job so I was going from having coworkers and working in a loud and busy environment to like literally being secluded in my bedroom or yeah. like or going to a coffee shop but primarily yeah and so it's it's very different and but at some point like I think we both got to a point where we we're like we just have to take a leap of faith because yeah. at some point like we were getting not impatient but just like we frustrated yeah we knew that there were things that we wanted to accomplish for our lives and it was just like all right lord like i'm gonna trust you and like i know that you've like said that there's things that like both of us are gonna accomplish and like at some point you just kind of have to walk Mm -hmm. out on that and i felt like we literally both did that within the same month and at that point Mm -hmm. We were also low-key kind of homeless. <laughs> we, <were> like, <laughs> we couldn't find a house. Yeah. Our lease was up, and it was, like, what, a month before we had to move out? Yeah. And we still didn't have a house. And so there was that element. Yeah. But I will say, I think it was helpful to have an, a friend going through it with me because, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's just... It brings, like, a sense of comfort mm-hmm. knowing you have somebody who's also taking risks. Yeah. And, like dealing with the same things that you are so i think that was a huge piece to me mm-hmm. feeling good about taking risks and yeah moving away from that job we go so. down we go down together yeah <laughs> that's how it's Literally been our though. whole friendship bro <laughs> but yeah yeah so that, that was just a huge like season of uncertainty and i feel like a lot of people go through that like post-grad yeah. life like and i again like i feel like a lot of people don't talk about that either like no and i think it's really easy too for people to assume like for me, having a job right out of college, it was like, oh, like, you had it easy or you, mm-hmm. like, you're so fortunate to have your whole life figured out. And it's like, I I don't no, <laughs> feel that like, way at like all. Like, that's the first step. Yeah. But it's not going to be forever. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be working a, a marketing job the rest of my life. It's a yeah. great stepping stone into the whole, like, nine to five work life like yeah being an adult and having set hours and you know what I have to do to pay the bills but like Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely an adjustment and it's yeah it was definitely nice having somebody yeah at the same time what are like some this is kind of shifting gears but what are some other parts of college that you miss being out of it now oh because I have I know I have a few yeah but so I think I want to touch on too like um something that's that's been super interesting for me is um my boyfriend is uh finishing out school right now he's in his senior year and I like never really noticed like or I guess never really realized how much I miss college Mm -hmm. until like you know there's things that like he's going to events and whatnot there's stuff that's going on and it's like I will say the college that we went to like there's a lot more stuff happening now than there was when we were in school. There. Really? Like, I would I would say so. Like, Interesting. Kirsten, we never went to anything. <laughs> we were literally so lame. We, I kind of feel differently, but really? maybe I'll touch on that later. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll, you we'll, keep going, though. We'll discuss that. But I feel like, well, okay, let me pause in your question and counter with this question, because I yeah. feel like this will kind of help me. So <clears throat> one of my questions was, what was something you wish you would have done differently in college? And I'll let mm-hmm. you answer that in just a second but like I I wish to tie it in with your question that my last 
really my last year, um, I was so focused on just like graduating and being done. I was tired of school. I didn't mm -hmm. want to be there anymore. I had like a terrible attitude about it. And like, yeah. I acknowledge that now. And like everybody, like you get senioritis, like you're ready to graduate, mm -hmm. you're ready to move on with your life. But like, I really do ultimately, like deep down as much as I don't want to say it, like I regret feeling that way about school mm -hmm. because it's like, it all like rushed by so fast. And especially totally. for me, because I, I did school for an entire year in 2021. I was in school literally from January until December. Yeah. And so I, that's 12 months of school. I'm like, actually never mm -hmm. thought about that. Did summer classes so that I could graduate early because I literally was just like done. I wanted mm -hmm. to be done. And while I am like happy that I graduated early, I do wish that I had a better attitude about it because since I was so focused on just like leaving and being done, like mm -hmm. I didn't invest in people my senior year. Like it was me and you, like that, yeah. that was it. Honestly. And part of that was just because we lived together too mm -hmm. and have for so long. But like, I didn't really invest in anybody in my senior year. I just yeah. kind of like, I went to class and I left half of that we were commuting and obviously during the summer I was at home. Mm -hmm. um, and so like, I wish I would have done that differently because again, to tie it back to your question, like I miss the like community that was just like always yeah. around you, like living in a dorm with a hundred other totally. girls. Like I miss that. And I never thought I would actually miss that. Cause there was also just a, like a lot of drama at our school Definitely. too all the time. But I do miss that sense of just like, community and I yeah. wish I would have like invested it's in that more than I did yeah a hundred percent the convenience of being able to like knock on a, somebody's door across the hall yeah and it's like somebody you could be friends with or whatever I yeah. definitely miss that too so what I guess what's something that you wish you would have done differently or something you missed yeah. about school too so not to get like too deep or sad <laughs> but <laughs> I was just thinking about this while you're talking but I feel like I made the things I did in college, my identity. Ooh. And Ooh. when I left college, <laughs> I didn't know who I was because I asso associated myself with the things I did in college. Yeah. So, like, for example, if you don't know or if you didn't go to the school we went to, I was pretty heavily a part of their music department mm -hmm. and traveled for the school, yeah. did music for them, a lot of that yeah. and I'm not saying that in a way that like I was a celebrity or anything <laughs> of that nature but just like I was very Famous. well known for that there in a non-weird way yeah and I like I thought that was who I was and like I thought that was the only thing that made me interesting Oof. or like worth anything yeah and so whenever I left school I was just like man like who the heck am I because I'm restarting everything mm -hmm. from the ground up yeah and I don't like I just wanted to I wish I would have wanted to just be known for me yeah and not what I offer yeah. and not what I do and I really think that's my only regret because mm -hmm. I did a lot of bad things that I probably shouldn't have done in college mm -hmm. or I don't know I could have been whatever more social or anything yeah. like that but honestly I think everything played out the way it was supposed to oh yeah and I just wish I wouldn't have thought my worth or my identity was in those things that I did that's so, good that's like deep that is key. <laughs> but I I feel like a lot of people can relate with that like mm -hmm. people who play sports how, how I can only I can only imagine the like figuring that out post-college mm -hmm. or like if you're a part of I don't know like 
some other club at school yeah. or if you're known for being like the smart person or mm-hmm. whatever like it's whatever just so different coming into the real world yeah. and people not knowing you like mm-hmm. they're not gonna know that or they're and they probably not gonna either. care <laughs> yeah. that's the reality yeah and I think too that also kind of ties in with the whole like deciding on a major like yeah that like I didn't want something like I guess a lot of people like you're saying they that becomes their identity yeah it's like I don't want my identity to be found in like my degree or like what my freaking GPA was that's yeah I literally get so mad there's a whole story behind that but like (laughs) I don't gosh but like I didn't want that to be something that ultimately like hindered me long run either and I don't think like I realized like I think that was more of a subconscious thing that I did like I wasn't thinking like I don't want to be defined by my major so I'm gonna Mm -hmm. major in something broad I think like the Lord ultimately like brought me to making that decision and then as I felt more confident in that decision it was like man this is really good for me yeah because I think I struggle a lot with that too personally just like finding my like identity Mm -hmm. in in the Lord and myself and not in like the things I do or the things that I offer. Yeah. And so like, it goes deeper than just being a post-grad student. Like that is just the core nature of us as people. Yeah. We try to find our worth and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, another question. Mm -hmm. What is something you wish you did differently entering into the workforce? (laughs) Man. (laughs) I have to think about this for myself. Because it, it just all happens. So, feel like my case was just so different than probably what the average person is but I feel like this wasn't something I necessarily did but like my attitude towards Mm -hmm. it was like realizing even though I'm young I have a lot to offer yeah and because I think uh, that held me back from uh, applying to a lot of things Mm -hmm. or if I applied to something I wouldn't apply very confidently because I thought well I'm literally 21 so Mm -hmm. like who's gonna hire a 21 year old but I've learned this over the last few months that regardless of your age, you always have something to bring to the table. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's all about confidence and all about owning who you are and, like, what you can do. Kind of goes against what we just talked about. But, like, you, <laughs> you are the talented point. the way that you are. And just having that confidence helps mm-hmm. you go so much further. Oh, yeah. And so. I, I think a lot of times, too, like, I don't care how old you are. At some point, you are faking it. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. But no, there no, is no, no way that... Somebody knows, like, exactly what they're supposed to do, no. or knows, no one like, knows what's going on. And I think that, like, and not saying that like you need to be fake and yeah. put on a facade, but like, like you're saying, like walking in that confidence, it's yeah. like I have something to offer, and like I, if somebody that, and ultimately something that the Lord wants you to do, like mm-hmm. somebody's gonna see that, yeah, and like you can't hinder. Well, mm, that's a whole other topic. But if something is for you, like, obviously we have totally. free will and, like, we can, like, make decisions that prolong the process. Yes. But, like, ultimately, like, if something is for you and, like, you're walking mm-hmm. with the Lord, like... It'll work out. It'll work out. And that's, again, like, a whole other yeah. episode to talk about just, like, yeah. God and spirituality and whatnot. But what would your answer be for yourself? Ugh, something I wish I did differently. Um, I think kind of similarly like things like feeling like I'm too young like I, it mm-hmm. it is weird having a full-time job like I started having a full-time job at 21 years old yeah and like now you're 23 I'm about to be 23 and like <laughs> at this point like I, I don't know it's just like it's a weird 
<laughs> it's a weird concept. Like, again, yeah. I've said this like three times, but I still feel 16. So, yeah. like, the fact that I am literally working a full-time job is just, like, insane to me, mm-hmm. and I don't feel qualified (laughs) to be able to do that like I don't feel old enough to be able to have that kind of life Mm -hmm. but I wish that like I would have had more confidence with that kind of like you're saying and just Mm -hmm. like and also not like selling myself short I don't know if that sounds weird but like there's still a lot of things that like I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with my life like again I don't see myself working in marketing the rest of my life but it's a good buffer and like I think at this point there were there were a lot of things that like I I kind of pictured Mm -hmm. doing with my life that I haven't done yet a a big thing was like I really wanted to go into artist management and like really wanted to work in like working with artists and helping them kind of get on their feet and whatnot and that's still something that like interests me um Mm -hmm. but it's kind of navigating like I I don't know I feel like I sell myself short in the sense of like because I've never done really Mm -hmm. well I have a little bit of experience of that working with a nonprofit here in Nashville but like yeah I have this feeling of like oh I like I can't jump into that yet or like I I don't know there's a there's a lot of like fear in the unknown yeah and so I guess it's not even like something I wish I would have done differently but just even something I'm still working on is like when do I take that next risk like okay we took Mm -hmm. the first risk of leaving our ice cream shop jobs and when do I take that next risk of like transitioning into something else and also not feeling guilty for like not I don't want to say like job hopping because that Mm -hmm. sounds terrible but like if you go and work somewhere and it doesn't fit like you don't have to stay there and I have a lot of guilt with that like a lot because I care a lot about what people think Mm -hmm. and like I, there's a lot of fear of like, oh, well, if I start something and I quit, like they're going to think less of me or yeah. they're going to think I can't do it. And like, mm-hmm. that's just overall just not a good mindset to have. Like, that's not going to do well for yeah. you. Yeah. Or even just like, I, it was drilled into me to not quit a job within like six months yeah. because it looks bad on your resume. Yeah. But the older I get, the more that I've heard that that is kind of not true. Mm-hmm. Like, it, how are you supposed to know what you want to do if you literally. don't try? Like, it's yeah it's definitely a process and especially when we're young like Mm -hmm. there I'm sure there's grace for that yeah so so I guess that's like I don't know I don't know if that really answers my question no I hear what you're saying like something I am still trying to work on is like just not feeling that guilt of like one I don't have to have everything Mm -hmm. figured out and like allowing myself to feel confident in taking risks and if it fails it's okay yeah like there is nothing wrong with like me going and trying out artist management Mm -hmm. and like I think what I'm scared of like this thought just popped in my head but I think because I have wanted to do that for so long I'm low-key scared that like if I get into it and I hate it I'm Mm -hmm. gonna disappoint myself because that's something that I've built up in my head yeah yeah and it's something I built up in my head of like this is what I want to do and like I've worked in a position like that before for larger gigs and it's been really fun but I'm like what if I actually get into it and it sucks and then I like it's not everything that I made it out to be. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, terrifying. Because yeah. I don't want to, like, be wrong about something, like, totally. in the job force like that. Because then I feel like I've let myself down. Yeah. And. You put your eggs in one basket. Right. Kind of thing. And it's scary. I think that's a genuine fear of a lot of people. Yeah. Because. Anybody else relate to that? Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> but you don't know until you try. And I think 
the best part about being in our early 20s is we have the advantage of throwing everything at the wall and yeah. it sticks. Yeah. And, like, there's no – there's very little repercussions for that at mm-hmm. our age. Like, they're so low risk. Yeah. And as long as you're making money, like, that is what you should be doing yeah. in your early 20s. Yeah. Personally, that's how I feel. Save. Save yes. your money. Save your money. Save but your also, money. <laughs> take risks. Yeah. So, But I, also, don't forget to, like – this is a – this is – there are so many like mini episodes that could be in this episode, <laughs> but like, here's some. We're, we're still young. Like I know we're not like I don't know. At the same time as feeling 16, I also feel like I'm like 35. So like there's yeah. contrast there, but like we're still so young. And like sometimes because I like, I know it sounds so silly, but because I work full time, I often forget yes. that like I'm literally still. I haven't even hit like a quarter of my life yet. Maybe yeah. I have at this point, but like. A quarter of my life mm-hmm. and your life. And it's like, I don't know, like, I, sometimes, and I, this is why I love our friendship, too. Like, you really help me to, like, remember to still be young and, mm-hmm. like, have fun and hang out with people and, yeah. like, be spontaneous. Because I get really caught up in, like, this is my plan and, like, I have to do this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And I'm in bed by this time and I wake up by this time. And, like, I get, I really thrive off of, like, routine and structure and schedule and so, mm-hmm. like, I, I just literally forget that I am young and, like, I'm supposed to yeah. be having fun. I'm supposed to be, like, like going on adventures totally. and, like, meeting people and whatnot. And so that's something that I've really yeah. loved about our friendship, too, is, like, you kind of bring that balance in my life of, like, mm-hmm. you'll just barge into my room and be like, we're going to Target <laughs> right now, drop everything. Like, we're going, get in the car. Yeah, live a little. Yeah. So, well, that's... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, like... was going to ask a question kind of going off of that, okay. but... Sort of. Okay. You have to hear me out. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of people who identify with the group of having to grind at a job they don't enjoy. Yeah. What mm-hmm. have you learned for yourself? Because we've, we've been through those eras before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, how do you do that? Because sometimes there is a necessary time where there you is. have to put your head down and grind. There is. How do you cope with that and find ways to have fun? Or find ways to pursue your career in other yeah. ways. Okay, so I think our situation is a little different because we worked together yes. in a job. So like, so, so get your friends hired. Yeah, get your basically <laughs> get your friends hired at the job that you work at, and it's great. It made it, it less really miserable. <laughs> it did. Well, and too, like the job that we had, like the people that worked there were great. Like I mm-hmm. still like keep up with some of the people that I worked with yeah. there. Uh, shout out to can I like say yeah. your name? Shout out to Tori. I don't know if you're ever gonna listen to this, but Tori, I or love Maya, you. Tori, Mark, Maya, Mark. Mark. Oh my gosh. Okay, Michael, Michael. <laughs> Michael, if you're listening, we love you. So yeah. So there's like, we made it fun. I mean, also we worked. It was an ice cream shop. Yeah. Like, you can't take that too seriously. But I I do think that there is a period of time where like you do sometimes just have to like put your nose to the ground is that the the phrase it makes sense yeah Yeah, that makes sense (laughs) and just like (laughs) just work and and honestly like I grew up in a family that like to give some backstory like Mm -hmm. we were not well off like we were dirt poor my parents went through a lot um with like health issues and whatnot we lost our house several times they lost their car several times there was just a lot of like um (laughs) <laughs> there was just a lot there and it all stemmed from like my dad worked a, a corporate job he was making really good money 
I'm the youngest of six, so like big family vibes. And then <laughs> the Lord was like, you're going to be a pastor. And he was like, what? And so he literally left his corporate job and went into full-time ministry. And like during that period of time, that's when like, obviously it's a huge shift pay wise. Like, yeah. and because of that, like, because he was following the direction that the Lord like placed mm-hmm. in front of him, like there were times when he just had to like get jobs just to help provide for the family. Yeah. And so I grew up in an environment where like, if you're going to work at something, no matter what it is, like you always give excellence and mm-hmm. like you do it with a heart that's like, Lord, like I know this is just a season yep. and I'm going to like praise you in the middle of totally. what is feeling like, hell on earth like, mm-hmm. and so that's just kind of how I was raised and so because of that like having jobs that were not necessarily like what I wanted to do like yes there's a level of like okay like you're unhappy in your job and there's a difference too in like being unhappy and being like a literal toxic work environment yeah if it's like totally bad work environment like don't Leave. be there don't be under leadership that's like degrading and demeaning definitely and, yeah but like I knew that, like, working at the ice cream shop, it wasn't my ideal job, but it was helping pay the mm-hmm. bills. And it honestly, like, <sighs> also, I'm literally in my brain. There's, like, so many little rabbit trails <laughs> I can go off of this. But, like, there's a difference, too, in just, like, busying your schedule. Because, like you said, mm-hmm. like, how do you pursue, like, your other hobbies or whatever? Or, like, yeah. what you actually want to do while you're working in a job like that? And, like something that I found was like because I was working so much and like I had a lot on my plate so I was actually working like more than 40 hours a week mm-hmm. because I was working for a nonprofit. I was working at the ice cream shop and I was working yeah. at the company I work at but right you now. made it work I made it work but I was like my social life was dying yeah. I like never saw my friends and I remember actually prior to this this was um right when we moved into our apartment fall semester 2021 mm-hmm. um Cam sat me down and was like, look, like, I think the reason why, like, you are feeling so, like, you're you're not extroverted or you want, like, whenever you're home, like, you just want to seclude yourself because I was Mm -hmm. really in this season of just, like, seclusion. And he was like, you have so much on your plate that you don't have space in your brain for anything else. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. have space for your friends or whatever. And so that really challenged me to, like, start saying no to things because I have a really horrible issue of just saying yes to everything. Yeah. And so um, if you busy yourself too much, then, like, obviously you don't really have a lot of time to pursue other things. But if you can have, like, a healthy balance with, like, time management and whatnot, like, I found that living with you, I was still able to kind of do music stuff even when I was working all those jobs. Like, whether we would write together or, like, if it was even as small as, like, I would record covers. Like, mm-hmm. I would hear a song, be like, I want to record this. I'm going to learn yeah. it on guitar. And, like, that's still me using my craft. And a big totally. thing, too, was serving on my church's worship team. Like, mm-hmm. that was an outlet for me, too, of, like, I knew I wanted to, to do music in some capacity. And, like, I was able to do that through being on the worship team. And I was still having to practice and sing and do yeah. vocal warm-ups and whatever. Um, so, as for balancing your hobbies and a, like, while you're working or whatever or while you're having to like work at a job that maybe isn't mm-hmm. what you want to be doing like like there are ways to find outlets for that and like it's really important to have friends that will like cam to like call you out and be like hey like yeah i see this in you and like i'm like i love you enough and and like worried about you enough that, like i want to call that out and let you know yeah. like you don't have to be everything to everybody and like 
there is a level of trust of like, Lord, like I know you've called me to these things, so I'm going to have to trust that like you're going to make it work. Like mm-hmm. you are somehow the tips are going to be good at work this week and like yeah. I'm going to be able to pay my bills. <laughs> so that real. was a whole rant, but no, that was good. What about what about you? How did you find Well, I think I think everything you said was totally true for sure. And mm-hmm. I yeah. Everything Genesis said, <laughs> take that in. But also, I think there's a practical side to it too. So if you're stuck in that situation, and as long as it's not like a toxic work environment, but yeah. it's like a scenario where you just have to make the ends meet and mm-hmm. you can't do your passion, maybe not full time and like you're doing it part time or just like you're only able to do your passion like for fun mm-hmm. currently. I definitely think while you're working that job, it is super helpful if you're applying to places actively. Yeah. But I know and I can totally empathize with how exhausting that can be yeah. and how discouraging that can be. But if you are serious about pursuing your passion, mm-hmm. you have to be proactive about that. Mm-hmm. And it may take a hundred applications to get a call back. Mm-hmm. But I think that'll help you at least feel at peace that Mm -hmm. you've done everything that you can do yeah and then that with doing little things like Mm -hmm. if you're a musician doing co-writes with people or recording covers or whatever I don't have other examples necessarily but (laughs) what (laughs) I was gonna say like uh Cam also worked at the ice cream shop yes and whenever he and I worked shifts together we would and it was slow we literally started writing a song on, like Aww. on our shift and it was like that was inspiration for us because it was like okay we're working this job but like yeah. we're, we're not like we don't want to be scooping ice cream every day but we we're like yeah. no one's in the shop so we heard a melody and we're gonna start writing a yeah. song while no one's in here and it was mm-hmm. like it inspired us yeah so little things like that but i definitely know how that feels and it can feel like the last thing that you want to do when you get home is to have another quote job yeah like which is your passion or pursuing that Mm -hmm. but honestly it takes dedication and persistence and time management to make your dream your career and Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't look like you think it will and sometimes it's not fun Mm -hmm. but you have to prioritize it or it will fall behind and it won't result into what you want to Mm -hmm. be that's just personal opinion yeah but I think that there's truth in that for sure yeah and I think too like like you're saying it might look differently like let go of the expectation of what you think it's gonna be because nine times out of ten like dude what you think (laughs) what you think is gonna happen with your life or what you think is gonna happen with your job does not happen like no it just does not Kirsten and I have had (laughs) multiple rude awakenings yeah and so like I think just literally let go in in any area of your life. Yep. Let go of expectation. That that's is, part of that's the main issue. Yeah. That's why you probably feel that way is because yeah. you expected something different. Exactly. And that's something that like even like I don't know. This, I feel like this is what I've been like having to grow in myself this last year of just like like letting go of expectations. Even like relationally. Like I talk about this with yeah. with Joe too. Like it's when you put an expectation on something or someone like and it doesn't meet that like ultimately as humans we're imperfect so we'll be let down right yeah but it's like one it's not fair to put an expectation on someone else because they are flawed mm-hmm. a flawed human being as well and so like yeah. that's just not fair and especially if it's like an unknown expectation yeah but especially if you put an expectation on something or yourself yeah or yourself like you're it's like almost like destined for like disappointment yeah. yes and so you're setting yourself up for failure yeah. at that point or disappointment let I go of expectation that's a just, good word just let life 
be life. <laughs> just live a little. Yeah. <laughs> live, laugh, love. You can be proactive, but let life be life. Yeah. Like, that's just the reality of being in your 20s. Yeah. I feel like summed up in a sentence. Yeah. Just literally, <laughs> it's gone to the point where, like, when stuff happens, it's just like, well, you know what? That's another yeah. thing. And, like, I, I can either choose to, like, learn and grow from this experience mm-hmm. or I can let it literally weigh me down and make me anxious and make me sad and depressed. Yep. And it's, it's all a mindset thing of, like, Again, like, and, and I'm not saying, like, don't be sad when something doesn't go the way yeah. you expect it. Like, obviously, we're human. Feel emotions. Like, please. Your feelings are definitely valid. Yeah. But, like, just let go of the expectation that, like, everything is going to work out exactly how you think totally. it is. Because if you can let go of that expectation, life is just so much sweeter. Yes. And, like, there's so much less, like, stress, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. And I'm preaching to the choir. Yeah. I'm still working on that. But, but it also makes it so much more special, too, because life would not be fun if, like, we got out of college and we got our dream career. Mm-hmm. Like, where's the chase? Where's, like... Where's the growth? The growth? <laughs> where's, like, the pros- the progress and the process of mm-hmm. figuring out what we want to do? Because. Yeah. That's what makes life so sweet is, like, being able to reach that mountaintop yeah. 10 years from now. Yeah. Because, like, I don't – although it would be nice, but, like, <laughs> I don't think that that's nearly as fulfilling. Yeah. And, too, like, obviously it's so cliche, but, like, everything happens for a reason, right? So, like, there's a life lesson in everything. So, yeah. yes, it would be nice if you, like, got your dream job right mm-hmm. out of college. Your whole life is set, like – you're done. You work. You retire when you're 65. Yeah. Boom. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But what's what like what you're saying when you like have those goals and you actually reach them? It like maybe it'll take 10 years or however long. Yeah. It's like you can then when you get to the top of that mountain, look back and look at all the personal growth that you've mm-hmm. made, all the progress that you've made, the things that you've walked through that have now shaped yep. you to be who you are now. Come on. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like it's so cool. Yeah. And so like yes, like the the process does suck sometimes. Like so bad yeah. and I get it. But it's like e- even like myself a year ago, like there's been a lot of personal stuff that I've been working through mm-hmm. and it's like to see where I am just a year later it's like I can't imagine where I'm gonna be 10 years from now like yeah it's and it's ultimately like I think more rewarding when Mm -hmm. there's like growth and there's challenges and there's things that you have to work through like it ultimately makes you like cherish that thing that you accomplished so much more because you had to like put like your dig your heels into the ground and like get through it and it makes it so much more sweet Hmm. so well since we're kind of more in the positive aspects of <laughs> post-grad life or just like more encouraging things yeah. what's been like the your most favorite parts of being out of college oh man <laughs> well I was, if any yeah i'm just kidding i there's good things like i said like i was really excited to graduate college i i definitely and i guess this just depends on the school you go to but like I am so glad that there is not as much drama and, like, toxicity going on in my life. There are some people that I met at school that were, like, really great. And even that I've met, like, after graduating, Mm -hmm. like, going back and and meeting people that, like, my boyfriend is friends with, like, there are really great people there. And I honestly wish I would have known those people when I was there Um, or even just, like, connected deeper with them when Mm -hmm. I was there. But I am really glad that, like now like I'm at a point where like the people that are in my life like I have a little bit more control over who's like in my circle and like that sounds terrible but like I'm important yeah like I know who 
I can trust. I know who my safe people are. And, like, I'm not constantly bombarded with, like, eight different professors and all these yeah. things. Like, yes, I still have, like, deadlines for work. But deadlines for a work environment is so different than having, like, eight different professors nagging at you. Hey, this is due. Hey, this is due. Whatever. Yeah. And ultimately, like, the assignments that most of the assignments I did in school, like, I'm – this is going to sound like a knock on college. No. I I am very thankful that I went to college. But, like, I'm not using half the stuff that I yeah. learned. Maybe even three-fourths <laughs> of the stuff that I learned. And so it's, like, college can get really, like, difficult when, like, you're mm-hmm. having to do assignments on stuff that, like, you don't enjoy and, like, it seems so meaningless. Yeah. But ultimately, like, keeping the attitude of, like, it helps you learn how to meet deadlines and whatnot. So, like, I'm definitely glad mm-hmm. that, like, the deadlines and stuff that I'm having to meet now are things that, like, I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, like... I don't know, like, random, like, answer right. two, write two responses <laughs> to this discussion post about whatever. No. So. No, thank you. <laughs> what about, what about you? What's um, your hot so take? I definitely think, it, this is going to start sad, but, like, it turns into a good thing. So, <laughs> oh when I left in-person classes, in some ways, I kind of, my friendships dwindled. In college, and my circle got really small. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, like, I had to create new friendships Mm -hmm. with people outside of college. But even though that was really hard, like, really hard, Mm -hmm. especially the first couple of months we were off campus, like, Mm -hmm. once I got over that hump and that feeling of just, like, feeling left out or just feeling like people didn't want to be my friend, I now have so many more meaningful and deeper relationships and I didn't realize how this is not a knock on my friends that are from college so do not take this personally (laughs) the people that are listening that follow us right now like a general opinion but like they just weren't as deep as Mm -hmm. the relationships I have now Mm -hmm. because we do life together yeah every day yeah and that's been one of my favorite parts is like having those deep relationships that I've been wanting for so long yeah and also another pro is an obvious like freedom yeah I I know I personally love that and I love that essentially the world is my oyster Mm -hmm. and I can do whatever I want I don't have to stay at a job if I don't like it I can travel I can go home like it's whatever I want it to be Mm -hmm. and that's been really sweet and I know that's such a cliche one but everyone says it because it's true yeah so there's a lot of good that comes out of college i just think that first year is just tough yeah but a hundred those are my favorite things so those are good and i think honestly too like have you ever thought about where our friendship would be if we didn't live together like have you ever actually thought about that because that kind of scares me like (laughs) yeah i don't think we would have still been friends i don't don't know like because ultimately like when i changed my major out of music I, like, we lost all of our classes together. And yeah. so, like... Wait, fill them in on, like, our yeah. living situation okay. in the past Okay, so years. Kirsten and I started living together in 2019 when we did... We both did PR, the traveling music stuff. And um, so we lived together then, and then we didn't live together for a year because I lived with another friend of ours, we and lived she lived next door. a room door. apart, yeah. yeah. Um, and then once COVID hit and whatever, we, like, had to move back home. And then when she moved back to Nashville for school, we moved in together on campus and have consistently lived together ever since and um i'm literally i will never live with anybody else (laughs) like until i get married yeah roomies until that day um but i don't know like 
because our circles got so different, like, mm -hmm. and I, I don't even know if I, like, even talked to you, Elisa, about changing my major. I literally, it was such a fast decision. Yeah. And then it was, like, y'all had your classes together, and mm -hmm. I was, like, all right, I literally was placed into an environment where I knew nobody. Like, yeah. I knew Harry. <laughs> Harry, Harry and Bella. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, so I don't, I literally don't know, like, if we would have, yeah. if we even would have lived together, because I changed my major, like, mm -hmm. during that time, and we lived a yeah. dorm apart from each other. I mean, I don't recommend all best friends live together, because yeah. it definitely is case by case, yeah. but in our situation, I feel like that's what made our friendship deeper, Yeah, was living 100%. together, and, like, we've seen each other walk through some pretty tough <laughs> stuff, or, like, even together, we've walked through some hard things, <laughs> so... <laughs> I think that really kept our friendship strong, oh, even, yeah. like, when we left college. Because we moved in together off campus. Yeah. And we've been together ever since. Yeah. So. And you went online with school mm -hmm. when I graduated. So it was, yep. like, when I... It was, I, like, perfect yeah. timing. Everything so. just kind of worked out. It was really great. Truly. It so. really did. It's so. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any more questions, or... I don't have any more questions. I like that's I, a good ending. Yeah, I honestly don't know how long this episode is. I can't see the Watch time. Watch it like, five on, minutes. <laughs> I can't see the time on my laptop, but I hope this was interesting. This was yeah, really fun. I feel like it was I feel like it's interesting to listen to and I hope like if you're listening and you're kind of dealing with a similar thing of feeling lost or feeling frustrated by post grad feelings. Mm-hmm. I hope Or even was, are worried about Yeah, like feelings. you're still in college and yeah. you're you've heard things. <laughs> um Girl. just know like it gets better and it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Mm -hmm. It can be in the beginning, but I hope this was, like, some form of encouragement. Yeah. But this is the first of many yeah. episodes. And if it isn't encouraging, <laughs> you don't have to tune in next time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. I guess we'll see you in a, a couple weeks. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not in this. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>